Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 68 of SEC Talks. This is your co-host, Caden, and I'm here with Hanley. And unfortunately, Jackson was unable to join us tonight, but he should be back next week, hopefully. Um, but tonight, we wanted to kind of just um, go over some basketball, and we're also going to start a new segment. We'll just call it Bold Takes. Uh, we're going to do... Clever. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do one um, or two really bold takes for just whatever we're feeling, whether it's basketball season or upcoming baseball season, um, or even next year's college football season. And we're going to start keeping receipts on these. Yes. Like we're going to, we're going to make sure that we, you know, I know that y'all don't care, but we, as the people who are doing this are going to keep our own receipts so that we can make fun of each other or praise each other when they happen Yes. or don't happen. Yes. So that's going to be fun. Um, I was actually re-listening to an episode the other day. It was the LSU episode that featured a very special guest in Ricky. Um, oh, no doubt. I was talking about how I just don't think George you is going to be how, good. How right? <laughs> you said what? I was talking about how I don't think George is going to be good this year. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you realize how he honestly didn't end up being that wrong? I know. Now, it wasn't because he knew what he was talking about. It was, well, not wrong in terms of they won the SEC West at nine and three. They were more easy dubs than we thought. And winning, <coughs> winning the West at nine and three, I don't think anybody could have predicted that. No, definitely, especially not. since Bama was ten and two. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Yeah, because so, it only conference record is what matters, right? Which something that just doesn't seem right to me. You don't think so? I mean, I, like, I like what it. if LSU lost all four non-conference games? I get that, but it ain't going to happen. I know, but, I mean, anyways. But first and foremost, um, we just kind of want to touch on this. Um, our hearts hearts and prayers go out to the Georgia um, community um, with the loss of Devin, is it Willick? Willock? That right. Um, Devin Willick and the recruiting staff member who – tragically passed away early Sunday morning in a car accident. Um, then also the Alabama basketball community um, with everything that happened there with Darius Miles. Is mm-hmm. that his name? That's right. Um, so hearts and prayers go out to everything going on with um, all that and the Georgia and Bama community. So um, it's tough when things like that happen, but but anyway, so just to kind of touch on basketball, where do you want to start, Hanley? I think we just let's just recap what happened last week, and then okay, we'll go from there. Let's do it. So let me pull it up real quick. This past week was good. Um, aside from the SEC, there were a ton, an, a ton of top twenty-five teams that lost. Why don't I real quick before we recap? Well, no, I'll recap first and then go over the standings because that'll make more sense. Okay. Let's do it. So, last Tuesday we had – the first game was South Carolina at Kentucky. South Carolina was a – I think a 25-point underdog. Goes into Lexington, gets the big win. This was a quad four loss for Kentucky. That was bad. It's a, it's it's as bad of a loss as you can have. Um 
You know, and South Carolina is a bad team. They are. I've been saying this for a minute now. Oscar Sheboy will get his every night. He had 19 points, 12 rebounds. That would be a great night for every other player in the SEC. Not that it's not a good night for him. Right. But that, you know, that stat line for any other player, I would sit there and be like, well, surely my team won. Yeah. He does that every game. And Especially it does with your not... best player. <clears throat> right. It doesn't affect the outcome. Uh, Damian Collins, two points. Chris Livingston, two points. Cason Wallace, four points. Every one of those is five-star. He's five been star, bad. Five-star freshman. Cason Wallace has been bad. Um, Severe Wheeler, 10 points. That's not bad. Lance Ware, four points. Reeves and Frederick off the bench with 13 and 14. I, I just don't really know what to think of them. But they did not look very good taking on home court last week. They had a horrible, horrible week. Um, but we'll we'll talk about them a little bit later. Next game we have Florida at LSU. Um, I really don't know what to think of LSU right now. Florida won 67 to 56. Uh, LSU is not super impressive at all. No. But at the same time, they've played some teams well. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. So in that game, uh, Colin Castleton had a great game, 18 points. 18 points on three made field goals. Took 15 free throws, uh, seven rebounds, two assists. Um, For LSU, it really seems like LSU has – they've got one stud in K.J. Williams, who had 23 points this game. And then Adam Miller, um, Hannibal, Derek Fountain, all those guys, they just kind of come and go. But and, – and this was kind of expected because of what happened last year. Will Wade gets fired. Um, you know, they should they should be getting in trouble any time now. But nothing official has happened yet. But they're, they're pretty much all full of transfers. <coughs> so, good LSU, win for Florida. LSU, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good win for Florida. Next game we got Vandy at Tennessee. Tennessee wins seventy-seven to sixty-eight. I think Tennessee just did what they needed to do. Yeah, Vandy was in it in the first half. They were actually winning at the end of the first half, um, but Tennessee's depth just got to them, and you know Barnes just laid into them at halftime. So I mean, Tennessee came out and they just they played played better second half ball and ended up winning. Yeah, so. good win. Uh, next game we had Auburn at Ole Miss. Auburn wins eighty-two to seventy-three. Um, you know, Ole Miss stinks. Yeah, I thought I thought Auburn played okay. Uh, Janai Broom nineteen points, eleven boards. Window Green twenty-three points, five boards, seven assists. Matt Morrell is the only good player on Ole Miss. Right. Jamie and Brakefield is playing pretty good. He played good against y'all. He played pretty good against us. He had 12 points. You know, it's a fine game. Um, and then the one that's hurting him right now is Deshaun Ruffin, who was our starting point guard last year. Uh, McDonald's All-American a couple years ago. He's coming back from that ACL injury, and he's just not the same right now. Mm-hmm. But they, they're bad. They're real bad. Yeah. And they they actually shot decent against us. They shot 36% from the three-point line, which is – that's a fine – three-point uh, percentage, and 44% from the field. But they can't rebound. They they have no bigs at all. 
it's just it's not a very good team. And speaking of Ole Miss, did you see that they hired Pete Golding as their D coordinator? I did see that. So that's that's some <coughs> that's an interesting news move. that we have for you. That's an interesting move. It is very that's interesting. A, that's a step down because I don't know. Ole Miss's defense was pretty bad. No, for him. Well, I he had Unless to have gotten like more money. Was, you think so? I, or or he had, I wonder if he was or he had inside he's going to get fired. I, I want kind of like Mike White with Florida. Yeah, that's that's what I wonder. Um, next game going over to Wednesday, Mississippi State at Georgia. Georgia wins fifty-eight to fifty. Georgia didn't look half bad. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and act like they're this great team or anything. But at this point, they have one SEC loss. Um, they've beaten Mississippi State at home. They've beaten Auburn at home. They've got some decent wins in here. Um, Terry Roberts and Cario Oquindo are studs. They both look good. They've got their center is Braylon Bridges, who's been there for four years now. They've got a decent little team that Mike White's put together on the fly here. But they're now they're 13 and 4. They're they're gonna have a chance and I'll um I'll talk about them a little bit here in a minute, but next game we had Alabama at Arkansas. Alabama wins 84 to 69. Arkansas Alabama's is fa- good. Alabama's good. But at the same time, Arkansas is falling apart. Arkansas does not look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Bama, Bama looks very good, though. To me, it, it's Bama and Tennessee. And I'll talk about the tier stuff in a minute because I you remember a few weeks back, I kind of gave my current thoughts on the tiers of the conference. Now the conference is starting to shape up a little bit more. Yeah. I feel like I can start to give some more accurate readings on this, but – Mark Sears had 26 points. Brandon Miller, 14 points. Noah Clowney, 15 points. They're just they're shooting consistent. They're shooting accurately. 46% from the field, 45% from deep. And they're defending. They're defending pretty well. Um, and on the other side, Arkansas looks terrible. Anthony Black, 5 points, 2 of 12 from the field. That's not like him. That's not very good. Devo Davis had a good game, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Jordan Walsh, terrible, two points, two rebounds. Uh, the Mitchell Twins played okay, and then Ricky Council played well off the bench. But they just – they're not the same without Brazil and Nick Smith. But a 15-point loss at um, – oh, I can't remember what they call their place. Um. Ed Bud Walton. Sorry, I couldn't think of their name of their uh, arena. That's a bad loss. Yeah. I don't care who, like, when you're a ranked team like Arkansas, there's not a team to me where there's an excuse of a 15, 20 point loss at home. At home. Right. And I know I'm not, I'm not discrediting Alabama. I think Alabama is a really good team. But crap. Alabama's not the freaking 15, 16 Kentucky team with Devin Booker on the bench. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Even that team, I would not like as a ranked team losing to them at home by 15. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And and that's the thing too, is there's a there's a group, really there's three or four SEC teams 
between is it Tennessee, Arkansas, Auburn, and Kentucky. Alabama hadn't quite gotten there yet, but their home court has been insanely unbeatable. Yeah. Over the last few years. Yeah. Um, so that's a bad loss to me for Arkansas. Next, we got Mizzou at AM. AM wins by 18. AM's undefeated in conference play. What's their record? 4 0. No, like overall. Oh, overall. Uh, 12 and 5. Yeah. But they, they, they almost hurt, they screwed themselves with a non conference. Playing like they did. I remember last year they started off the season <laughs> really it. hot, too. I know it. And then. Obviously, we know how it goes. They lost us in the championship and SC tournament. Then, right. Okay, yeah. let's go on to Saturday. First game we had Kentucky at Tennessee. This is a tough loss right here. Man, we deserve to lose that game in every aspect because we missed so many wide open layups. It was ridiculous. Zakai left. An easy eight points out there. Josiah missed the wide open bunny. Missing the front end. Santi missing the front end of a one and one, which then goes down to us fouling them and them making the first free throw and then missing the second, getting an offensive rebound and Shiwe putting it back up. So just all these swings that happened, it just seemed like nothing worked out in our favor. Right. Aside from. The very start of the game, we went on like an eight-zero run. Yeah, y'all were up big in like the first game. two minutes. Yep, and then we scored like fifteen more the rest of this, the first half. Like since that point, it just wasn't good. But I definitely think it was a good wake-up call last year when we lost to Kentucky and Rupp. It was it was a really good wake-up call for us. Um, I thought Kentucky played well. I know y'all Kentucky did mistakes. play well. They played good defense. And that's that's what I'm like. So <coughs> Kentucky shot like 20-22 from the free throw line, I believe. Yep. Um, and they played really good defense. And we barely shot any free throws, and we missed a lot of wide-open layups, and they still barely beat us. So, yeah. I mean, making 20 or 22 free throws, that's not easy. No, it's not. Especially, look, and this has happened to Cal a few times now. I don't know if you saw this, but he was talking about how the night before the game, he took away everyone's phone and all their electronics. Mm. And he was like, and it worked. All that tells me is he's got a bunch of immature kids. They're not focused. On the team, no. Which I don't necessarily fault him for that. But it just, you know. And they are all kids. I mean, literally, they're almost all freshmen. Yeah. Jason so, Wallace played horrible, though. Yeah. I think he either fouled out or had four fouls and zero points. Yeah. Next game, we've got Georgia at Ole Miss. Georgia wins 62-58. So, here is going to be my bold claim of the week. Bold okay. prediction. Bold take. Let's hear it. Georgia makes the tournament. I can see it. Georgia is after that win, three and one in the conference and thirteen and four overall. Was Auburn a quad one win or two? It'd be a one. And they have good resume. I know. No, Auburn. I don't know if uh, Auburn's close. Auburn's close. It's two. It's one or two. 
<clears throat> yeah. I'm telling How you. How do they measure that? Quad one, quad two. So quad it's based on the net rankings. In Ken Palm? It's not Ken Palm. It's literally, if you want to go look this up, Ken Palm is going to, is it based off of your like advanced stats and all that stuff? Yeah. The net rankings, I'm not a big fan of them, to be honest with you. But if you want to go look them up, just go type in net rankings into Google, and it's an NCAA run um, system. That like, It's one of the rankings that the committee will use at the end of the year. But so the quad wins are based off of your net ranking. And it's something along the lines of a quad one win is a home game from a team that's uh, 30 or better. Quad two is 50 or better. Three is 75 or better. And then so on is four. Okay, and then quad two win is at home 50 or better, or 31 to 50. Quad two is 50 to 100. It's, it, you can go look all this up online. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah. Who's calling you? Don't worry about it. Ooh. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It's Jackson. Is it really? No. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I Georgia making the tournament is my bold claim of the week. My bold claim is Auburn doesn't make the tournament. What are you talking <laughs> just, about? Yeah. Out of your mind. I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't have a bold claim That's right fine. Now, that's fine. I just wanted to see what you uh, said. Next game, we've got Arkansas at Vandy. Vandy wins 97-84. to That's bad. That's what I'm saying. Arkansas plays hard. The fact that they're still you ranked. you say 97? 97-84. 97. To Vanderbilt. That's what I'm saying, man. Bad. Sheesh. <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel bad for them. They, they made the last two Final Fours. We've never Elite made a, we've never made a final four. Elite eights. They didn't make either of those final fours. Mm-mm. Well, still. Yeah. We've only made one elite eight ever. Yeah. Little Bruce. Yeah. Uh next game we got Mizzou at Florida. Florida wins by nine points against the ranked Missouri team. I'm telling you that Florida's got a decent team here. They're not I I don't think they'll make the tournament. But they're going to give some teams some uh, a real run for their money when they have to play um, in Gainesville. Next game, and this is the most bizarre game: LSU at Alabama. Alabama wins one hundred six to sixty six. Again, Alabama's a really good team. Who was that against? LSU. What is LSU doing? I don't care how good Alabama is. A forty point loss. That's not acceptable. It's bad. It's it's like Bama's elite. I think they'll be a one seed. They very well could be. It also doesn't help that like Kentucky don't look like they're gonna, you know, really give a fight. Um, we'll see how they look after beating us. You never know. We'll see. It really just feels like it's y'all and them. So it may be one of those years where the winner of the conference goes like 16 and two. You know, I've got to the point in basketball <laughs> where like football is kind of different. Like week, every week matters in basketball. If you're an elite team, you can afford to have a couple losses. 
In basketball? Yeah. Yeah, you can. And it's really all about making the tournament. Yeah. Like, and getting hot at the, the right time. At the end of the day, I hate to say that, like, it just – it doesn't – the regular season doesn't matter because it matters enough to proceeding and making the tournament itself. But if you're a team that's just kind of like, you know you're going to win 20, 23 games, you know, in that range. Mm-hmm. It's like – You can lose some. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, going twenty nine and one in regular season, it doesn't. All it does is give you one seed. But at the end of the day, we see time and time again, one seeds lose all the time in the tournament. Yeah, because it's like it's like the NFL playoffs, kind of. It doesn't matter what your record was going into it. Mm-hmm. It's just once you get in, you play basketball. Right. So next game we've got A and M at South Carolina, another forty point game. A and M won ninety four to fifty three. Um, another unacceptable game. A- but A&M is undefeated in the SEC. I'm telling you, I don't think that they're – they're not a top-tier SEC team, but they, they're putting hurting on – a 40-point win's a big win. On the road. Yeah. Now, South Carolina stinks, but still. Sting real bad. Uh, next game we got Mississippi State at Auburn. Auburn wins 69-63. Um, Auburn actually, I felt, got outplayed. <clears throat> I thought State rebounded better. Um, they shot free throws better. They got to the free throw line twice as much, many times as we did. I want, I want you to hear a wild stat. There were 41 free throw shot total in the game between Auburn and Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State tw- shot 28. We shot 13. Okay. How many free throws do you think were shot in the first half compared to the second half? Mm-hmm. There were zero free throws shot in the first half of our game. Really? How does that happen? I bet that I'm not like, I'm not mad or anything about it. I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> How are there? It's a conspiracy. Which, Mississippi State shot zero of 18 from the three-point line. <laughs> and they still put up 63? <clears throat> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They 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 big boyed us down low. Our bigs didn't play great. Um, did you see Kessler's stat line the other night? Speaking yeah, of that, twenty and twenty. Yeah, he's playing good, big time. Yeah. So, at the end of the week, this is what the standings look like for the SEC. Bama is alone at number one, five and zero in conference, fifteen and two. <clears throat> Overall, AM is 4 0 and 12 and 5. Auburn and Tennessee are tied at 4 and 1 in the conference and both 14 and 3 overall. Georgia's 3 and 1 in conference. Florida's 3 and 2. Vanderbilt's 2 and 2. Mizzou, Kentucky, South Carolina, L- South Carolina, LSU, Arkansas, Mississippi State all have one win. Arkansas is 1 and 4. They're about to be in danger, in my opinion. Not just with what their record is, but with how they're playing, they're mm. not going to win the tournament. Mm. Twelve and five. I'm not saying it's not recoverable, but I'm just saying that they're not. They it is pretty bad. They have three straight double-digit losses, mm-hmm. and then Ole Miss rounds it out. Man, they're terrific. They're zero and five, and eight and nine overall. Five home losses. That's horrible. So, 
I, I really don't know what to say about that. They they stink. They're horrible. <laughs> they stink. So if I had to give my tier list right now, you've got you've got two championship contenders to me. I'm I don't, I don't mean like SEC championship contender. I'm talking Final Four teams, and that's Bama and Tennessee. Okay. I think that's the only two. If I'm being honest. I'd agree with that. I think Bama's better than Tennessee right now. I agree. Tennessee's definitely right there. It's going to be one heck of a game when they play each other. That's right. I'm I'm, 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 uh, real excited, too. We have y'all home and away this year. Really? Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Next tier, which are your teams who are probably going to have a chance to compete for an SEC title and – should make the tournament. I'm going to put – I think Auburn's in there. Auburn's kind of turned it up. I was pretty down on them a few weeks ago. But we've won three in a row. We're four and one in turn, in conference, which nothing wrong with that. We're 14 and three overall. So, I think we're playing well. I'm going to put A&M in there. And – Georgia? I think I'm going to throw Georgia in there. But I also want to make clear that I don't necessarily think that they're locks to make March Madness like I think Auburn and A&M probably will. At the same time, though, A&M has shot themselves in the foot with their non-conference, being 8-5 and five coming into conference play. Yeah. So it's, it's I'm pretty bad. disappointed over on the SEC right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I agree. Missouri, 2-3 and three in conference play. Kentucky, 2-3. and three. LSU, 1-4. and four. Arkansas, 1-4. and four. Mississippi State one and four. I'm just not very happy with that. It's uh, the competition has not kind of lived up to what we thought it would, and I'm not very like proud of the SEC right now. But next year, I would throw in Florida, probably Mizzou, Kentucky, Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to put them in there. I know the record doesn't show up, but they're still more talented. And then the last little bit, it's a uh, Kind of weird right now, but yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm enjoying watching what I'm watching. Yeah, it's been good. It's, it helps that both of our teams are better teams. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know what to think of it, but Bama looks like they're going to be tough to beat. I agree. I'm really excited for that game. It's in they're, Knoxville. They're deep. Their biggest advantage to me, because I, I mean, I've seen really good teams. The biggest advantage that I can't quite place on like what to do about it is the fact that they literally have three bigs on their team starting. They have Betty Aka, who's a center. He's fine. He's not going to do anything special. He's going to get you six rebounds, six points a game. Maybe block a shot or two. Noah Clowney is 6'10", 6'11", at the power forward position. He's going to be a first-round pick, and no one's talking about him because he's being overshadowed by Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. But Clowney's a starting power forward. He's grabbing big boy rebounds every game, eight, nine, ten rebounds a game. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they have six nine Brandon Miller, six eight six nine Brandon Miller playing the three. It would be like Auburn having played Jabari at the three last year. Right. That's not, Brandon's good. Man. He's good. He's smooth. He's what we were hoping Julian would be. 
Yeah. More and more people are thinking he's going to come back. He probably will. He's not. He hadn't put up the numbers or anything. But Brandon's a good man. And then um, Namari Burnett got a little banged up for him. You know, it hurts that Darius Miles got hurt. Luckily for the Bama team. Uh, don't mean to like put light on the situation, but it's he's not a big time contributor, for, right? He's a bench player, so it really should not affect the team that much, at least from a stat perspective. Uh, Mark Sears has been great. Jaden Bradley stepped up. He's a five star shooting guard off the bench. Um, they got a good team. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, how they close out the season because, <laughs> you know, the teams can go through stretches. Um, and it's it's hard to stay hot the whole year. It'll be interesting, too, to see who wins SEC Player of the Year. Because to me, in like all these awards, there's always some veterans in the league that seem to run away with these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right now, I'm going to pull up the uh, – the stats, there's only three people averaging over 15 points a game. That's not much as Brandon Miller, Ricky Council, and KJ Williams. So, the SEC basketball has been real weird, but I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm excited to see where this week, uh, you know, the season goes. Um, I'm super excited. And, you know, hopefully the SEC can get represented well in, the, in March Madness and some of these teams will really turn it up here at the end. Yeah. Apparently, Santi and Tyreek are not playing tonight for Tennessee. So, well, good luck to Tennessee then. Playing Mississippi State. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll win. Anyways, but you got anything else? I do not. All right. Well, talk to you guys next week.